Hello and welcome to this week's episode of We Know We Ho. We are in episode 20 for the week of August 26. My name is Tracy Paso, and I am your host of We Know We Ho. And this week we actually have a very special guest host. Lauren is not able to join us and I'd like to introduce my special guest host, Maxine Tatlunghari. Hi Maxine, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Oh, yay. Thank you for um, willing to co-host with me and step in for Lauren and um, host We Know WeHo this week. It's my pleasure. I love it. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, how are you doing through all this quarantine? You know, it's um, it's been tricky. I tend to be one of those people that's on the more um, conservative side of lockdown. So that's been um, interesting trying to navigate that and get out and become more social and um, still feel safe. So it's been hot too in Los Angeles and West Hollywood. So very hot. For pools. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you there. All right. Well, we're really excited. I decided that since this is our 20th uh, episode, it feels like an anniversary to me. Um, so we have a really special guest that is joining us and it's actually our it was our very first guest for we know we ho and we are bringing her back to check in with things so i want to welcome back jamie adler to we know we ho hi jamie hi thank you for having me back and hi maxine hi love how are you i'm doing really good thank you i was just listening to what you were saying and I never thought of like the scales of being conservative or more adventurous. <laughs> um, but, but I think everyone falls in the category. And I'm probably a little more adventurous with total safety. I love that. So, I, I want to hear yeah. more. Let's unpack that because that is what I'm aspiring to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been working with Maxine to try and get her out, her out. So it's actually really interesting, you know, and in this time, I just tell people, it's like, you know, you just have to respect everybody for where they are. And some people, Absolutely. you know, feel safe and like there, listen, there are some places in West Hollywood where, you know, they have outdoor dining and it's amazing. And I, I look at what's going on. And I just decide, mm, you know what, that that's not for me, but this place is, and you just kind of have to respect everyone. It's just, you know, a tricky time. So um, but Maxine exactly. has definitely been on, you know, the, the higher quarantine um, side, which has been hard, <laughs> hard for me. Cause she's like, she's my wifey, Jamie. She's my pride wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to see her, you know, it's really hard yeah. not to see her to get her out, but I totally love her and re I respect her and it's all good. And at some point I'll be able totally. to see her and give her a really big hug and like hang out and have a cocktail again. Cocktail. So. Boozy, yeah. boozy rooftop brunch. That one, it, I would feel a little more safe but since it would be outdoor. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are lots right. of outdoor, outdoor activities going on and that's actually a great segue. And we'll just kind of like jump into like the, our food and fashion segment. And Jamie, last time we had you on, you know, it was right before mother's day and we were still kind of early in the quarantine and there was right. no, no outdoor dining. You know, we went through this period where there was a brief period where there was indoor dining and then it was like no indoor right. dining. And now we're all outdoor dining and there's just been an explosion of spaces all around West Hollywood and Beverly Hills and, and yeah. everywhere. So, um, you know, um, let's just start with like maybe some of your favorites around town. I don't know if you've had a like, you know, where you've had a chance to go check out, I'd love to hear from like Chaconis to employees only, or, you know, just some of the places maybe that you've checked out in the area. Well, I actually have a great employees only statement to make, and it's really a tie in with the boozy lunches <laughs> and with 
<laughs> we know we hope because you all promoted it and it looked so amazing and I had never been there oh. and I was a little naive because I went with my daughter who's 15 and my husband we went on a Sunday like around five or six maybe and I didn't realize it was a bar they had the crudo they had the um, hamachi crudo which was amazing mm -hmm. but I didn't realize I was taking her to a full-on bar scene oh. but <laughs> the way the way that they did it was so beautiful you felt like you were at a park and I just let there would be never never a bar I could take her to so it actually felt okay because we were outside at the tables were very distant. Mm -hmm. And what I loved is they had the barber truck in the back mm -hmm. cutting hair outside. And that to me was so West Hollywood, just showing how we can be entrepreneurial and creative in such adverse times. And they are tricky times. And I think West Hollywood is so lucky in Southern California in general that we are an indoor outdoor community by nature. And I'm sure a lot of cities are struggling with that across the country of how to create or how to do anything outside. But I think we have a you know huge head start on that mm -hmm. with the existing patios and just the creativity that people have been able to exhibit has just been incredible. Yeah, you know, I'm going to have to say that um, employees only definitely is my favorite outdoor experience because it feels like an experience, right? You kind of walk in and yeah. not that it, you kind of feel like, and this won't be the right comparison, but you kind of feel like it's a mini Coachella. Like you walk in and it's, I was just going to say right? that. I was just going to say And I know that. you yeah. and John go to Coachella, but you know, it's not, it's not like just they've thrown tables outside, which is great and awesome for, you know, other restaurants, but they've created an experience and they have pop-ups yes. and they have credo and they have haircutting and they have you know, different, they're working with different brands to bring in different alcohol and liquors and create cool experiences. And they've got that, um, the kombucha, yes. you know, and they're, it's really kind of a cool little festival area. And I, I, I really enjoy, for me, that just lands with me. And I, it kind of makes me feel like it's a kind of more of a special experience than more than just going out and sitting at a table and doing patio dining. So I, have, I can, couldn't agree with you more. I, and I do have to weigh in here. That is one of the few places I've actually been to because I love Tom, the owner, so much and have celebrated many birthdays there. And, um, you know, it's a great date spot in the back room as well. So I wanted to see the reinvention with the picnic tables, and I absolutely loved it. And they have a Filipina guest chef right now who's um, – Oh, wow. Yeah, so she cooks on Wednesdays and Fridays, and she does her own riff on – Filipino food so you know for me to be able to get that I'm Filipina it was really exciting and um, Tom's wife is also very conservative like me in terms of social distancing so he was really like conscious of that so that the tables are very spread out and spaced in yes. that way yeah and so you know like I said I've, I've, I've ventured out very little but that is one of the handful of spots that I've actually seen so mm -hmm. shout out to employees only and Tom and the family over there yeah yeah and you know what, Jamie I didn't realize until I just hadn't really thought about it you know that when I walked in because I've been in there twice um and I love the crudo I mean that's really honestly that crudo nudo that is my favorite I didn't realize, you know, I didn't even think about it, that it was like a bar. So it's cool that like you could go in there with your daughter and you kind of felt like, I guess, somewhat safe. I mean, I guess it's like going yeah. in a restaurant, right? And like, there's a bar and there's alcohol and mom's having a margarita and you're having a fizzy right. water, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, Jamie, how about some other places, like some of your favorites, like have you been to Chico I haven't been to Chaconis yet to check them out or I haven't been in Chaconis their outdoor area but I walked by it and they did such a beautiful job with their front courtyard mm -hmm. 
And um, no, I haven't been there yet. I was at Dantana's, which was incredible, how they've been able to utilize their back alley area. And again, it just, it speaks to the entrepreneur spirit that I think is one of the hallmarks of West Hollywood businesses. And people are just making things work. Like who would think you could have Dantana's ever outside? It has to be dark in a red leather booth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how I felt about employees only too. It's sort of a dark bar kind of speakeasy moment. Um, but I love that because, you know, a lot of what we talked about reinventing some of the, the walkways in West Hollywood has always yes. been about this more European feel. And to your yes. point, that's, mm-hmm. this has kind of forced that. I know your husband is really passionate about that, Jamie. Like we have so many walkable yes opportunities and now we're actually seeing it right right well what's happening with the zones that they're creating aren't those supposed to be happening next week there's a, that's a, a lot of the, the talk so it'll be exciting to see how that all rolls out and sort of how it's visually interpreted and what materials right. we use and and that is in true west hollywood design form right like we want it yes. to be very aesthetically pleasing but also safe um, right exactly exactly we have cars on the street yeah. Right, you need both. Yeah. So that's super exciting. I've also done something really interesting, which was yoga on the rooftop at Artha. Ooh, I love so that. Artha is another space that's so lucky that they have a rooftop parking lot. And in the rooftop parking lot, there's this um, metal covered area. Mm-hmm. So they've created this outdoor yoga studio that's completely protected from the parking lot portion. And it gets a cross breeze. And it's just another way of like making it work. I'm so glad that you mentioned Artha, Jamie. It was actually in my show notes to talk about today because I've been watching that as it's been opening. And I went drove by the other day and I saw it was open and I checked on Instagram. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on over there? They have yoga on the rooftop. So I love that. Um, And I want to know more about what's going on at Artha. Businesses are struggling to shut down. But then you have everyone that was like, hey, you know, we've signed a lease and we're moving forward and we're building. And, you know, you have all these new businesses that are opening up and Artha is one of those. So can you tell us a little bit more about that and tell me more about the yoga? Because I really I would love to go check that out. Well, their yoga is amazing. And I think that's what they were founded on. They brought Ari from Equinox. And then I don't know if everyone knows Tino Mm -hmm. from Soho House, and he's one of the teachers. And they're very invigorating, lively classes. And Artha has created a true wellness sanctuary on Sunset Boulevard. They have cryotherapy. They have infrared sauna. Mm. They have float tanks and, and a few other services there. And then the yoga. So you really never have to leave. And it, they did a beautiful job with the design. And again, they really were able to figure out something to not lose the momentum of their opening do they, during COVID. Remedy Place, you know, is open and you can go in there and do some of their services. Is With Artha, do they have some of their stuff open as well? Like, I don't know, like what's allowed in a, in a float tank? Probably not. But are they, are you allowed to use other services there as well? You are. You're able to mm-hmm. do their cryo and their infrared sauna, which I don't know who would want to do an infrared <laughs> sauna this week, but you could do that. And they have <laughs> can go outside for that. And they and the float tank. So all of those are one on one. There's nobody around you. Um, it's completely, you know, everyone is masked okay. there. And you feel um, very safe. Have, Maxine, do you remember that infrared place, those pods we went into that was about fresh corn grilled like a couple years ago with? Yeah, that was um, <laughs> that was. Firm Body Evolution, which is now Sauna Bar, I think, in Brentwood. Oh, my gosh. Um, but that was so yeah. fun. I Well, I love an infrared <laughs> sauna. And then speaking of saunas and sweating, 
Um, Jamie, I know you were a big fan of, um, was it Sweat House that was down by Shape House? And Shape uh, House. They, it sounds like they, yeah. um, yes. they are no more. I know. Do, do you know what had happened with Shape House? Um, they're no more in West Hollywood. I believe they have a Studio City and their Larchmont and Santa Monica businesses, I believe, will still be able to be open. Mm -hmm. I do, they're not open now. And kind of along that line, Unplug Meditation mm -hmm. closed, too, in West Hollywood. And those were two of my absolute go-to favorite things. I actually, yeah. But there's, there's ways you can do them both at home. Unplug has mm -hmm. an app. And their mm -hmm. app is really good. And I bought an infrared sauna bed for my house. And so I was able to kind of bring uh, some of that home. I, like that. I, I Actually, I was looking at an infrared like blanket the other day. And I'm like, mm, I need to get like, I love infrared, infrared saunas. They're so amazing. And they're such great treatments for your body. I just, um, I was looking for a baseball hat to keep the sun off my face during my walk. And I pulled out my unplugged baseball hat. So um, I'm glad to hear that the app is still keeping Aww. things going. And I do, I meditate from home on apps all the time. I'm a big fan of, of the Peloton app also, and they have, they offer also offer meditation, but that in-person unplug was really special and it was steps away from my apartment. So I'm glad to hear that they're offering. Um, on, oh, the yeah. Well. And they kept their, um, their original, their Santa Monica location open. So yeah, I, I went in and, yes. and got some things yes. as they, you know, they were having like a, a sale closing down sale and I saw Susie in there and yeah, I think it was bittersweet. Um, and I was really sad to see them go yes. as well. Um, it's a bit, it was a big loss, I think, for mm -hmm. our neighborhood. Um, hopefully in March or whenever we're on the way other side of this period, there'll be a new studios opening and people bringing back those wellness services. Yeah, for I know sure. I know Shade House offers some, I, I'm sorry, um, that Remedy Place offers some things like that, but it's a different environment because their room, um, if you, have you been to Remedy Place on Sunset? So, you know, their room is like yes, all glass yes. and it's not like super private. So if you're in there with a sound bath or like breathing, I guess it doesn't really matter. Maybe they have curtains, but yeah, that, that, um, unplugged space was really special, really special. Yeah. Um, Jamie, have you been, are you, I, I never say the name, right? Ule Ole Henriksen. Are you a fan of theirs and their services? <laughs> I haven't been there for years, but I love, I love their, they're location. there. And apparently they're, there, they're doing right? a spa pop-up. And um, one thing I love though, that I was getting before COVID shut down was their Moroccan. Um, it was a dry scrub and you did this Moroccan scrub and they had these rain showers and it was fabulous. Mm. I don't know that they're doing that outside, but I did see that they have like a mm. mobile spa um, mm. that'll probably come to your house and then something's going on outside there at sunset. Yeah. Oh. A lot of things are happening on sunset. I don't know if anyone's checked out the, uh, the, yes. I can't find any information on the Andas and their drive-in movies and theaters. I don't know if it's like on the DL. I don't know if it's like super VIP, Jamie, do you know, you, you're so like in, in the end oh. with everything. I mean, you and John are like the hippest couple ever. You guys are just my, <laughs> Oh no. no. Thank you. We're not. And I don't even know that what's happening at the <laughs> Okay. I, I don't know. You know about it. on our Instagram and apparently they're using, you know, their, their parking lot behind the hotel for drive-in movie theaters. And I'm like, Oh, can I like walk? Yeah. So oh, that's wow. something for all of us to check out and see. I've been meaning to walk down there and, and explore. Cause it's just like less than a half a mile walk from, from my place um, where I live. So 
That is so cool. But Sunset Plaza mm-hmm. is really buzzing at night. I mean, it, I've never yeah, seen it busier, I, what, actually. What kind of things are they doing there, Jamie? Um, are they doing activations, pop-ups? Well, all of this, mainly all of the cafes that already were there have expanded their footprint outside. That. And so, you know, everywhere from Petty Four to Chin Chin, you feel like it's Labor Day weekend every <laughs> night there. It is so crowded. And again, there is, you can tell, a mindfulness of people keeping distant and everyone's wearing masks if they're standing. The tables are separated, but there just is a lot of energy on the street, which is good to see because I've really missed yeah, that. that. I mean, that's one of the reasons I moved to West Hollywood was for the density and, and how lively it is and that it always had a village feel and yes. it was very walkable, you know, which is a big deal in Los Angeles to find a walkable neighborhood is really a treat. And so that's been a big part. And I live smack dab in the middle of the West Hollywood design district. So um, even like you mentioned Chaconis earlier, just walking by and seeing how people are reinventing and, and eating outdoors is exciting. So I didn't realize that was all being done at Sunset Plaza. So Yeah. I've, it, I think it's been interesting, yeah, it's you know, kind of, like when you think of where the buzz is in West Hollywood, you know, in the different neighborhoods, like pre-COVID, like I wouldn't really think like there's a lot going on on Sunset, but in a different venue. But it was really kind of, you know, like in that main strip in, on Santa Monica, um, you know, kind of in Boys Town and Pump and and all that stuff. And it seems that, mm-hmm. you know, Melrose is getting is a little bit quiet, you know, other than like Catch and... um uh, you know, EPLP um, and Boys Town is a little, little quiet as well, except for, you know, you've got Rocco's and the Abbey. But I think mm-hmm. I really am thrilled with like what's happening on Sunset from, you know, if you start from, I don't know where it starts, but like, I mean, this, what the Saddle Ranch is doing, what Boa, Boa. is doing, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Andas, Pink Taco, the Den, um, Sunset Plaza. I mm-hmm. mean, they have really like come alive. And when I just kind of go through different areas of the city, like I'm up on Sunset and Sunset is like definitely the place where, where it's happening. So I just, it's kind of been interesting how the different yes. neighborhoods have been impacted. And I know there's more bars, you know, that are down in Boys Town that haven't been able to open, um, you know, outside of like Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants down there, Sir and Pump um, and Tom Tom. Um, but it's been interesting to me, but there's definitely, and I love that for sunset strip. So it's like people that wouldn't necessarily go up there, I think are migrating up there, um, and checking out the neighborhood. So that's kind of been something that's been fun for me to see. Exactly. Exactly. I, I actually did the same thing this week, Jamie. I was like, I really needed my base done. We'll just say that. Um, and so Um, I scheduled my salon is, you know, having stylists come in. So I had um, my color done and I'm like, I have not had my hair cut in too long of a time. So she cut my hair and then she gave me a blow dry and I like text a picture to Maxine. I'm like, Oh my God, I feel normal again. And I like, it was on a zoom and I'm like, no one's going to recognize me. They're like, Oh my gosh, look at you. And I'm like, I haven't had my hair blown dry since February and everybody knows like I am a blowout whore. That is my thing. That's what I do for myself (laughs) forward to it. And that has been like the biggest thing that I have missed during this whole thing, because I cannot blow out my hair. Like people blow my hair out. So I am with you on like the home glam slot. Thank Gaga for that. (laughs) 
Well, you know what? It gives us also a real added appreciation mm-hmm. for all of those things that we used to just take for granted. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, those things are so, so special and they'll be back in our lives soon enough. But to have these times without them and when you have it one time, you really appreciate all the things that were really at our disposal 24-7 before. Yeah, for sure. I think the next thing on my list is to, uh, I have a friend that's a massage therapist and I may see if she wants to come over and like poolside when folks are gone because my pool kind of clears out around four o'clock. Um, to like come over and set up under the umbrellas and like give me a massage poolside. I think that's my on, next on my list maybe for this weekend. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Yes. Well, I saw, um, going back to food and fashion, um, I noticed that Oliveta has, it looks like it's popped up on the rooftop of the Lapeer Hotel. Have I, did either of you guys see that? I know you both are on Instagram quite a bit, but um, I have not had a chance to eat at Oliveta when it opened. Um, it was kind of, a, you know, I know it's one of those VIP places, but uh, Jamie, did you eat there one before COVID and two of you seen the new pop-up at the Lapeer? Um, I went there once when they opened and I didn't even know that they did a pop-up. That's so exciting because their food is amazing. Yeah, it looks like from the Instagram and don't quote me on this, but you know, if you go to the Lapeer, you won't get lost. I believe that it's up on the rooftop. You know, when you come up the elevator where they have the AstroTurf, have the AstroTurf, that that's where they have set up. I think it might actually have a portion that's also poolside. So my friend, Rachel, who's an influencer, has been to Oliveta, the, the new one, and she loves it. I'm going to text her right now and see where it is. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. Go I was going to say the Lapeer, the Lapeer Hotel has really been such a hub. I mean, it's incredible how they've really encompassed so many different businesses and hosted them mm-hmm. and brought everyone together. Have you been down there for Taco Thursday? And I'm going to ask you three things about the Lapeer. One, Taco Thursday Two, I know they're doing some insane sushi pop-up to go. And then thirdly, I think Nick just opened a new boutique in there that Katie Brightside's like selling her kimonos in. Um, only number three out of those three. I did go to the boutique and it's incredible. And a lot of the items are award season gifting items mm. from what I understand. And they're products and brands that normally aren't in stores and a lot of them are emerging artists or cutting edge beauty items. And it's almost like a to the public gift um, green room yeah, gifting Jean- store. So it's really Jamie, just to um, what they piggyback on that. I heard it was through GBK, which is a gift suite. Yeah, which is the gift suite that yes. I actually launched Vanity Girl Hollywood through. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, all, all oh, things wow. circle back, right? And so um, I did. I heard that it is that type of an experience to be able to give the public that feeling of being at a celebrity gift suite. Yeah. Um, I also saw by, a pop up on Instagram. I, it looks like the Nice Guy has a new outdoor experience. Um, I'm not, I haven't been to Nice Guy before. I think that's part of the Hwood group. So, um, and I think also, Maxine, the place on top, Harriet's, is also now reopened since the one hotel is. I think they're doing an outdoor thing. So, a little plug for the Hwood group. And then, um, speaking of Hwood, rounding it out, 40 Love is definitely on my list. I've seen some um, pretty, um, let's say, A list celebrities popping up on Instagram that have been to the 40 Love. Um, outdoor patio. So I'm definitely going to check that one out That's as well. That's definitely one of my favorite spots. I, I love, um, I love the mixologist there. So I think the drinks are quite good. <laughs> I love their chicken wings and they're doing happy hours. So 
that is definitely on my list. I got to get over there for sure. Um, well, it looks like we're going to be outdoor dining for quite some time. I think Newsom announced this week that really there's going to be no indoor dining for the rest of 2020. So, uh, I know that I I didn't hear that. I think so. Someone mentioned that to me. Um, you know, usually I rely on Lauren for news of what's going on, but you know, if that's the case, we're in pretty good shape here in LA because we have pretty good weather, but I know those folks in I was talking to someone in New York. It's like, yeah, well, when it starts snowing, you know, um, in December, we're going to be, you know, not sure what we're going to do. I don't know what's going on in New York, but we're just really fortunate in LA that we have nice weather and we have dry heat um, and not humidity. Um, I think someone was actually going to put in, who was it? They were going to put in um, spritzers. Oh, that's employees only, I think. They were talking about putting in misters. Right. So. Yeah, misters. Yeah, for sure. Um, but then and- as it gets colder, a lot of our spaces already have outdoor heating mm-hmm. because California typically is cold at night most of the mm-hmm. year. So I think a lot of the restaurants are, are positioned to be doing outdoor in the fall and early winter. Yeah, so we're pretty lucky here, especially in Southern California. Yeah. You know, Northern California has, um, you know, some different issues with their outdoor. But um, so looks like we have a going to be enjoying a European environment uh, for the next couple of months, at least. Um, there are a couple RIPs I wanted to mention. Um, sadly, Fig and Olive apparently is closing. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, um, one of the bars in Boystown blazing, uh, or is it flaming saddles? I was getting that wrong. Um, yeah. Flaming saddles is closing as well, which is, um, you know, unfortunate. I know that space though has been a a little troubled, um, just kind of one of those spaces, but uh, still unfortunate to see one of those businesses go. Um, still no update on Bottega Louie. <laughs> right. Um, the Abbey. Um, I rode my bike through West Hollywood on Sunday and things were bustling at the Abbey uh, yeah. as well as in their new um, space, which is down that alley that looks kind of cool and European. Um, so the Abbey's continuing to doing, doing well as well as, you know, Rocco's um, and beaches over there. So that's kind of like my report mm-hmm. on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah. And Jamie, I don't know if you have a, any, or Maxine, anything to add as you guys have been out and about around your neighborhoods, you know, I know lots of stuff going on in, on in Melrose with design and fashion. Jamie, how's your, um, that dress place that you love that you recommended when we first had you on, is that still thriving and well? I think, I, I think they're doing well and I think they're open. They are now in another category where they can be open. Mm-hmm. I really, you know, my heart just goes out to some of those small restaurants and people that can't open. And I try my very best to spread the word and support them as much much I can. Because, you know, Headley's and Assembly and some of these really small destination restaurants and cafes on Robertson don't have the the foot traffic anymore. Besides the fact they can only seat outside. Mm -hmm. How is Headley's doing? Do they have an outdoor patio experience? They do, and they they pushed out a little bit on the sidewalk next to them, but it's tough. I mean, you just see it, and you can kind of run the numbers in your head at a lot of businesses and just really hoping that they're getting to-go businesses and hoping that they weather the storm. Yep, for sure. They don't get added to that list. We don't want to see that list get any longer. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Maxine? Uh, any tips from you? Um, I don't think beyond the ones that we've already covered, to be honest. Mm-hmm. 
have you been getting out and like walking around your neighborhood? Maxine lives down like by Earth Cafe. Um, Jamie said that like Melrose area is really her. Yeah. Backyard. Yeah. So I, I put on my Peloton app and I'll do an outdoor walk and um, definitely love to walk through the neighborhoods. And then I also, if I feel like getting out, out, I'll head down to the beach or sometimes even head up to the hills and do Mount Olympus uh, mm-hmm. just so I could get those views of LA and get sort of a, yeah, just sort of get above right. it and, you know, look at some of the beautiful real estate. And so I think back to your earlier point, Jamie, we're having to get a little more creative about the things that we find fun and finding gratitude in all the different little moments. So for me, even just taking that and looking down at the view that is Los Angeles, that is 10 minutes up the hill is, is really, mm. it, that's, a good time. <laughs> That's a good time now. Yeah, very powerful. No, it's very powerful to do that and, and very necessary to get out of our spaces as mm-hmm. much as possible. Speaking of which, do you have an, I know people are starting to travel, um, even if it's to smaller places or local destinations. Are, are you getting out of town? Are you doing any of that? Do you have anything planned? Um, we did a Southwest road trip about two months ago. We went through Utah and Arizona and that was just beautiful. And it was right when things were opening. I don't have any other travel plans. And I think that's probably the thing that's underlying everyone's stress is not ha- ha- being able to travel this mm-hmm. summer, the type of travel mm-hmm. that we're used to, and not knowing when we'll be able to travel again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the unknown is probably the hardest thing of all this. If we were given a date on the calendar that this is the date that everything will be back to quote unquote normal, I think we would be able to breathe. But just the unknowing, I think, is what makes it the toughest. Yeah. How do you, how, I want to ask you, how do you feel about Mexico? I have a friend that's going down actually on Sunday. And to go to Puerto Vallarta, it's like $121 one way on American. And he's staying in this lovely little cute Airbnb. It's a studio. It's like 65 a night. And he's like hired a boat to take him all around. I've never been to Puerto Vallarta. And I'm thinking like, well, and I have friends that are like down in Tulum and going back and forth to Tulum. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm kind of thinking of like maybe should I step out and maybe go like try to go to Mexico because it's open. I I don't know. Um, <laughs> I know it's so personal. I have friends that were in Tulum too, and their pictures were so enticing. When you have you know the the airports and you have a lot of points in between here and that vacation shot mm-hmm. that you have to go through. And mm-hmm. then I think for someone like Maxine, who's more conservative, that would be the breaking point mm-hmm. of going through an airport terminal, sitting on an unknown airplane, because not all airlines are um, keeping things as separate as others. I know Delta is very good and others maybe are a little less predictable if there'll be people near you in the plane. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that that probably is the toughest part of any decision. So road trips would mm-hmm. be my first choice. I, I kind of agree with you, Jamie. That whole Utah trip has been looking really interesting to me, um, either glamping or staying at a, a really nice place in Utah. Um, never has an Airstream looked so exciting yes. to me. I was never one of those people who thought, who thought yeah, right. I'll pick up an Airstream <laughs> and get my Instagram moments. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I would. Maybe I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm do you know what? To... Your, your mirrors would be so good in Airstream. That would be a great photo op. Right? I'm just glamming up in the middle of the Red Rock in Utah. Yes. I'm into it. Yeah, it's totally. just me. Yeah, I'm trying to get Maxine to, like, throw on a mask and hop in the car and drive to Zion because one of her friends stayed in this amazing glamping, like, this tent in the middle of Zion. And I'm like, I want to go, let's just go. Let's like get in the car and put on our masks and open the windows and drive seven hours. And like, 
go like do right. a Thelma and Louise trip and just like go <laughs> do it because you probably wouldn't I would, do it I, I, wouldn't. Time. I know yeah excuse to do it I'm working on her I'm working and on her I think her. that's a really interesting point though right it's like um never did I think there would be a time that we wouldn't be allowed to like even come into countries if we wanted to, but we won't go down that rabbit hole. But I will say that I had a friend who no. was in London and he just went to Copenhagen and like their incident rates were so low and he was able to travel around it once he got to Denmark without masks. And it just seems like, like utopia. Right? Uh, I can't wait for that day. I think the masks might be one of the it, toughest things. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that they feel, the way that they look, the way that everybody kind of feels and that, like they're in a sci-fi movie and that real pandemic visual of seeing everyone in masks. I think that's one of the hardest things. I know that's still like crazy to me. Like when I walk in somewhere and I see everyone in masks, I was in Trader Joe's the other day and I'm like, it's just sometimes it hits you. It's just like, you know, yeah. I remember seeing pictures of people in Asia going, oh my God, that's so crazy. It looks so funny, so odd, right. so strange. And then to yeah. be living in that environment, like, wow, this is like, this is not only in China or in Europe, like this is like pretty much global everywhere mm-hmm. where everyone's wearing a mask. It's just been, it's been an in- interesting shift. It's been surreal. Mm-hmm. But on that note, I have to say West Hollywood has been so good about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't been anywhere where people are not in masks. I haven't been anywhere where people aren't naturally social distancing. I think that there's just a culture code of everybody really playing by the rules to keep the numbers down and I just see it everywhere I've never been anywhere locally where people and I do I do appreciate that right I think that we do have a community that wants to take care of each other and um, wherever you fit on the political spectrum of wearing mask or not wearing mask I think that if it can if it has been proven to slow down the spread and how we care for each other um, is demonstrated in that so I, I do appreciate that as well that's a really good point. That's very true. Yeah. So, um, and and now it has to be a fashion moment. Do you have a mask brand that you have found to be fashionable <laughs> and or breathable as we exercise and walk around in our lives? Does anyone have a, a favorite brand that we're loving right now? Do you know what the fashionable ones are not breathable, <laughs> right? Let's be honest. Anyway, so it's either or. <laughs> but sometimes you have to. You have to put form over function. I think we all have a great leopard mask and we all have a great fabric mask. But there's, you know, after at a certain point, the paper masks really feel the best. I have a paper mask that I got like in a taupey gray. So it's not the white or blue one. Um, I've got those on Amazon. <laughs> For your so fall colors. Like what's, the, what's the fall but color? Definitely. <laughs> I'd like a mustard and a bird have a nice taupe. they're probably out there but if I'm ever going to meet anybody and I'm dressing up and I'm going out I will wear a fabric one Tucker makes really cute ones um, that match all of their dresses and I have I think what used to be the Kleenex drawer by my front door is now the mask drawer and so we have a whole bunch of them and but the paper masks I think are the best bet because we're wearing them more than for 10 minutes and if you're wearing it walking or you're wearing them for hours at a day at a time. I can't be in a cloth mask. Can you? No. And all my masks, my um, my mom made and sent to me. And those, yeah, the cloth ma- the cloth masks are really, really, really hard to to be in for an extended period of time. I, I can I can vouch for yeah, that. Yeah, and one. Tracy will actually ride her bike in it. So 
Um, and then I know my friend Rachel, who's a fashion blogger, she has a friend who did a breathable line that's like an anti antimicrobial um, fabric. So uh, I need to check that oh. out too. But yeah, I mean, this is what we talked I don't know. I'm, what know, I'm is gonna that link called? it in the show notes. I will find out name? for you and I'll link it. She's also okay, um, she's female entrepreneur, so you know we love that story, right? And she's also getting, I think, some yes. FDA approval on some home testing kits. So she's got um she's really pivoted. She's a fashion person and sort of pivoted in this oh, in this wow. pandemic as well. So um yeah, let's list I'll try that mask out. But and I have one other question because I think you're also a Pilates. Are you a Pilates lover too, Jamie? Have I you do. found any Pilates. of the rooftop ones that you're, I mean, have you, cause that was my last room when I was a guest on the show was at rooftop Pilates and now people are doing it. Carrie's doing it in a, in a parking lot. And then there's an, I think it's natural Pilates is doing it on their roof. So I was wondering if you'd had an opportunity to try any of those out yet. I haven't. And thank you for recommending those. I'm going <laughs> to check those out. I've been doing yes. all of my workouts. I've been doing them on zoom, not Pilates, but doing my workouts and yoga. And there's nothing like being with full-size right. people doing exercise right <laughs> or, or being on a reformer <laughs> you just it's not the same thing like uh, I, I can't express enough my love for a reformer <laughs> right yeah my first thing once once that march like lifts that's my first thing is an indoor pilates followed by an infrared sauna yeah, everyone's making you. everyone's making their their list of like what they're going to go back to and what you're so grateful for. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, well, I think that brings us to the end of our show today in our segment. Jamie, thank you so much. I'm so glad that we had you back as our 20th anniversary, our 20th episode anniversary guest. Um, oh, thank you, ladies. I love you both so much. I can't wait to see you without me. All right. Oh, All right. Well, sooner than later. Maybe we can have, maybe we can go to eat. If I can get Maxine out, maybe we can all go to employees only and grab Miss Lauren and I don't know, ports, you know, sit down and have a social distance crudo or something. Let's please do that. Come oh on, gosh, Maxine. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the pressure and I'm feeling the pressure to say yes. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to say, Jamie, don't no, peer pressure like her, but like <laughs> you know, I, I pretty much, no pressure. I do, I but when are we going? Think, yeah, when are we going? When I it's think not so Jamie hot. as like the OG influencer of West Hollywood. So she's saying, "Let's get out." I'm down. Oh, I'm down. Well, I okay. I refer to her as the first lady of West Hollywood. And Jamie, I know you're like, mm, I'm not sure. I may have to like arm wrestle Lisa Vanderpump for that. My vote I'm sorry. Is- you <laughs> are still. My my vote I, is still with you. No offense to Miss um, Vanderpump, but Jamie, you are you. definitely the queen, the first lady of West Hollywood, and I would love to do the crudo. I think the crudo pop-up is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but let's find a date when it's not like 95 freaking degrees out there. Um, let's do that. And yeah, that would be really fun. So And thank you so much. I love this city so much, and I love that it's thriving at its absolute maximum right now. It's the best we can do. Um, and I think it's, I think they're only gonna, it's only going to increase from there until we get full opening hours. I love it. Well, listen, keep me posted because you're always in the know. Let me know if you hit um, Olivetta or get sushi from the yes. pier. Like, please let me know. Yes. Keep, keep us posted on all of that. And Maxine, thank you so much for joining us today and being our guest host. I'm I'm not sure we may be um, seeing you next (laughs) week and on future episodes as my guest host, which, um, you know, I'm uh, fine. It's great with me. You're a wonderful co-host. You're my, my pride wife. So it's always amazing. (laughs) So thank you for joining us. And it's been such an amazing episode. 
Thank you, Jane. Thank you both. Thank I you adore both. you both. You guys. Thank you. So, I love you. We love you. And I love your. I love your Instagram too. I've gotten so many great tips from it. It's really a useful guide. Oh, so thank yay. you. Ah, uh, thank you. Well, I'll I'll go ahead and wrap the show on that. Yeah. So thank you everyone for joining us for this week's episode of We Know We Ho. Follow us on Instagram at We Know We Ho. Um, let us know if you have any tips. Uh, you can follow us. Uh, find us on Apple. Google and Spotify podcasts if you want to subscribe Um, and everyone stay safe. Have a great week and we will see you next week for next week's episode of We Know We Know. Bye. Bye.